Hello, everyone. Welcome to Interview with the Horror Virgin. I'm your host, James Brooks, and with me, we have a returning guest. How you feeling, man? Uh, I'm doing all right. How about yourself? I'm doing well. It's Ricky, by the way, guys. <laughs> Hello. So, how have you been since you've seen Saw? I've been good. Uh, I haven't watched a lot of horror since then. Um, I did say I was going to jump into the other ones, but I have not yet. There's been a lot going on, so finding time for jumping into a series has been a little tough, but... Yeah, no, I've been doing all right. Hanging in there, you know? That's understandable. I did watch Spiral, even though I haven't watched the actual last Saw film. And Spiral wasn't bad, but again, some of those, ooh, some of those traps even get me, like, all cringy and all, you know, like, ugh. Oh, God, yes, I was rubbing the back of my neck with one of them a lot. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That, that was me. I got. I actually got a couple of the DVDs, three and four. Uh, someone left them at my work, so I actually got a couple on CD right now. Oh, that's I awesome. I know I have Lowe's, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm excited. Well, good, good. Well, tonight you're going to be watching Halloween 3, Season of the Witch, and he hasn't... I don't, you said you didn't know that this was a thing? No, I, I was completely unaware that there was a Michael Myers that didn't involve, you know, Halloween that didn't involve Michael Myers. I was very surprised yes that was the one big thing with this film that unfortunately killed it because it was where's michael myers what's going on and it it was it's sad because i've seen i've watched the film the first time and i had the same type of mentality i was like i don't like this where's there's no michael myers but as i got older i was like you know what i like this it's it's a good story in its own even though it sounds a little strange for the premise Right, I mean, you gotta take the movie for what they were trying to go at. They're not trying to do Michael Myers this time, they're trying something else. Mm-hmm. They were actually planning to make it onto, uh, an, it was trying to be an, an anthology series. That would have been neat, but seeing as how it didn't do very well, I can see why that kind of fell through, but, yeah, no, I, oh, I mean, I was like, there's three, four, five, H2O, blah, 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 this, that, and they all have Michael Myers. I did not know there was a little guy in there, and that, he, seemed to, he seemed to skip one Halloween. Yeah, they did. It was just a lot went into it. Uh, the director is named Tommy Lee Wallace. For some of you who probably don't know, he is the same director who gave us The Fog, another John Carpenter film with Jamie Lee Curtis, and the uh, the childhood fear that we all experienced with that Stephen King film, It. Yeah, so he's the he's a, he's a really good director. I, I like some of his stuff. He does really well in this as, as well. There's been other people that were involved. I know Joe Dante was involved with some of the production. Joe Dante did another film called The Howling, going off on a bit on directors and all that stuff. But you probably don't know much about The Howling either. Nope. Good werewolf film. But let's get back to the whole Halloween topic. Now you've seen most of the Halloween films, correct? Uh, yeah, I've seen one and two. I mean, I've seen the remakes. Uh, okay, correction. I just found out also there's a 2007 remake of the original that has somehow slipped under my radar. I have not seen that one yet either. Mm-hmm. So that's the watch that one. the Rob Zombie uh, film. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I've seen most of the other ones, not the later ones. I haven't seen H2O. I haven't seen like five and six. But yeah, no, I've definitely seen the first two, and just not three for whatever reason. I don't. Yeah. Right. Because I guess. Most people, when they saw them, they just went like, you know, if it's on TV, I remember AMC doing this a lot with the Halloween films, you would always get every Halloween film except three, so it was really strange when you would go Halloween 1, Halloween 2, and then Halloween 4, and you're just like, wait, yeah. something's confused here, you know? Right, but so. No, I have, I have a good general grasp of the Halloween, you know, series. Would you say that like they're in your like top 
10 like horror films that you like oh, to watch? Oh, 100%, actually. I really, really love the 2018 remake of the original. Oh, it's I so good. They did a very, very good job of it. It's a good, different story. Great kills. It, I thought it was good. I thought it was really, really good. And that movie's probably in, yeah, one of my top 10 horror. You gotta be serious, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I love it so much because I love how they just erase everything that happens after Halloween. Yeah, no, it's not relevant. It's just, yeah. Yeah, none it's of it's situation. Yeah, it's all just you know, it's it's gone. A lot of it. I haven't seen the second one yet. I've seen Halloween 2018. I haven't. I also have the video Halloween Kills, and I'll eventually get to that. But I was a uh, fun little story here. Uh, I know the director. His name is David Gordon Green. He's done a lot of cool stuff. He's done the Hatchet series, uh, digging up the marrow. If you want a really interesting found footage uh, monster flick i i highly recommend that one i think it's like on hulu or something i don't know okay what was that one digging digging up the marrow digging up the marrow i do like found footage when it's done right it's amazing so mm-hmm. it has some pacing issues i will tell you that right there mm, okay but but back to the whole david gord green thing uh they 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 filmed the last halloween movie here in my state georgia halloween ends and i remember bugging my agent a lot to get me a role because i was like i i just want to be killed i don't care wh- wh- what role i have as long as i'm killed by michael myers that'll be the fun part exactly yes yeah and he'll also have a cameo another another big um thing i just found out i just just popped in my head sorry the original actor who played the first Michael Myers in the Halloween film is going to make a cameo in the next Halloween film, Halloween Ends. Oh, curious. Okay. Yeah, fun well, little... I'll be on the lookout, maybe. But yeah. But not to go off on that. <laughs> but yeah, that the Halloween series, they're great. You know, it took a simple idea... Independent film, John Carpenter did it all by himself and gave us a whole new different genre of slasher films. Absolutely. It's changed this, yeah, it's changed the genre as a whole. I mean, when you think horror, you think Halloween, you know, you think Friday the 13th, you think Nightmare on Elm Street. Those are the, you know, OG classics. Those are the top three. It's yeah. made it up there easily. And you feel like Michael Myers is probably like the most well known out of all the iconic killers. Definitely, especially with the whole trip up of, you know, Friday the 13th, who's the actual killer, you know, everyone messes that up. Oh, yeah. Um, I'd have to say the same. Ghostface is up there, though. Everyone knows Ghostface, so. Oh, yeah. You gotta love Scream. Scream is very iconic, but. Scream is like, I don't know how you describe it, like with the comparing like the Michael Myers films, like the Scream, you know, aware of itself maybe that's it that's the best way of saying like you know picking up on their tropes because that's what scream is exactly yeah it's it's more of a comedic take on these kind of genres yeah slashers so for the um, coming back to the film again sorry we're, we're going back and forth a lot here guys I know, we're, loving it. We're, loving we're just going back and forth because we know horror films are great now for like something that's like with season of the witch what what gives you an idea of what this film's about other than the title <laughs> Other than the title? Yeah, like, you know, if you could, like, sum up what do you think the film's going to be about other than the fact that you could just say, well, there's witches involved. Okay, that's a given. But, you know, what, what would be the the plot of the witches? Right, well, I, I see, like, a 
I, I'll take it from like you know the cover. There's some kids who look like they're dressed up as witches, but they're trick or treating. Obviously, it looks like so. It looks like maybe we follow some kids trick or treating or something. There's a mask in the background, so I'm thinking maybe there's this cult or something that's trying to like uh, complete some sort of Halloween ritual with sacrifice or something. I'm not sure. Okay, that's kind of the take that I think of what's going to happen. I'm not sure. Oh, that's good. Uh, you'll enjoy it. Uh, it's got one of my favorite horror actors in it. His name's Tom Atkins. My favorite film that he's ever been in was with a film called Night of the Creeps. I really recommend it. Another good one, Night of the Creeps. He plays like this ex-cop type person, and the dead's coming back to life due to this like these weird slug creatures getting into the brains and all that stuff. And he just, I love his, I love his dialogue. It's very um, like Duke Nukem. For like gaming or oh yeah, <laughs> Dude, I got some good news for you. I got good news and bad news, girls. Well, you, the good news is your dates are here. The bad news is they're dead. You know oh, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. See what I mean? It's it, but heavy liners. Yeah. It's good. It's got really cool um, gore effects too for it. I like it. But yeah, Tom Atkins, <laughs> great actor. He's he was even in Creep Show as well. I did my last episode uh, on Creep Show. Uh-huh. Yeah, he was the father downstairs. Like that was like taking the the comic book away from his son, if you kind of remember Creepshow. No, nope, 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 nope. That's okay. Well, watch Creepshow and you'll find long, out. Long, there. long gone. <laughs> yeah. Now, how do you feel if the Halloween series actually turned out to be an anthology series, like they ended the events of two the way they did, and then moved on to Season of the Witch, and then Halloween Four, you know, so on. And they, yeah, kind of came up with their own anthology. I mean, that would have been extremely interesting, and seeing how popular the other two movies were, if they were able to get you know good funding, they could make awesome movies. You know, with a lot of fun, cool ideas. They don't have to stick to the same you know platform that they had with Michael Myers and Laurie Strode. Mm-hmm. You can branch out a lot, especially with good directors, good actors and actresses that they have. They could do a lot with that. Yeah. I think so too. Uh, to be honest, I think they should have ended the Michael Myers series at the end of at the first film. I I still like to. I it, yeah, it's kind of hard to to stretch out the whole. There's a guy who doesn't stop and only goes after one person. It's hard to play that through a lot and a lot of movies. So yeah, you're right. They could they could have cut it short and it would have been just perfectly fine as is. But I still like to. Mm-hmm. Just, yeah, when it goes on to four and five and these other ones that you see, it's yeah. Story gets stranger story and stranger. He has a niece now, and you're just like, what? Yeah, it gets a little convoluted. And... Yeah, well, yeah. sounds oh, like you've got sequelitis. <laughs> oh, no, I was just saying you've got sequelitis. Sorry. <laughs> sequelitis. It's a real thing. <laughs> Liking the sequels of like horror films or just anything that you're just like, you know what? It's not as bad as everyone thinks it is. It's like me with oh, Hellraiser wow. 2. I'm like, you know what? It's not that bad. Yeah. Yeah. Making excuses almost, but no, I really didn't like it. But. Yeah, I just, I don't know, something about the end for Halloween 1 just stuck with me more than Halloween 2, you know, where you yeah, go outside and he's gone, you know? It's just like, it's just like okay, well, he's fine, that's not too... <laughs> and the ending, you just hear him breathing through his mask as the film credits roll, and you're just like, you know what, that's amazing. Like, you didn't have yeah. to keep going, but popularity, and I understand, you know, build a franchise. And they've done that. They have. I meant like Michael Myers is still thriving to this day. And this is something that was mm-hmm. back in the late 70s. Yeah, the first one, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
back again with uh, the with season of the witch. What do you think could be something that you would like to see from season of the witch? If they could take something from the, I'd like I'd like to see some of the same kind of you know scares and same kind of type of like kill setups and chases that you see in the other ones. You know, I think they did that very well. So if they were to implement it as well in this one, I think think they could do a lot of cool stuff with that you know with having these this different idea of having this you know cult of witches or whatever is going to be you know chasing us down today true or to be the correct so, yeah. term a coven of witches a coven yes <laughs> so yeah I just implement some of the horror so same of the same ideas of horror and jump scares and attacks i like yeah. to see the same kind of stuff do you think witches could be <laughs> scary for you in horror films if they're done right not really. To, well, no, not really. I don't know. I'm not really scared of witches. What about what they could do to you, I guess? True. Like, yeah, they do some pretty messed up, uh, you know, ritual stuff, you know, a live sacrifice, you know, maybe cut out your heart, do some weird Mayan sacrifice. Who knows? So it could get pretty, you know, br- brutal and gruesome. Okay. So yeah, magic. So. Yeah, that is true. There's the, the magic aspect of it. or Maybe just something that's not the equivalent of like, uh, the movie The Witch, you know, it's not going to be up there, if you have seen that one. Oh, true. Yeah, that one's a scary one. I like that one a lot, too. Or, again, going back to The Witch's whole thing, look at Suspiria. They made witches scary in that, or un- disturbing. Disturbing, yeah. That's a, Yeah, that is one thing with witches you could do. That you can make them very decrepit and disturbing and, you know, hard on the eyes. That's definitely an easy way to get, you know, a creepy factor out of a witch. Do you think witches could still be scary in horror films today? Again, if done right, especially now with, you know, advanced CGI, you can make them contort, twist, do all these crazy effects to, you know, inflict fear on you in a lot of different ways. Make it seem like they're hallucinating or play on your worst fears. Yeah, they, they definitely could. Okay. Now, here's a fun little question, since you're going to be hearing this throughout the film a lot. Get, ready, get used to hearing it. I'm not going to sing the song for you, but you're going to get used to hearing it. There's going to be this company called Shamrock. I always thought about this when I was watching the film, and I just wanted your take on it. When you see some of the stuff, you can either answer it now or later. When you dress up for like Halloween as a kid a lot, did you really think of the costumes as being something as harmless? Like harmless fun? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, for the most of it. I mean, as you grow older, you're like, oh, I could wear this costume and go out and actually like, you know, jump out and scare some people. You know, be spooky and, you know, try to be uh, malicious with it but as a kid no not so much you know that wasn't really a thing on my mind not really not going out to find the best like costume or like the the new hit thing i remember my thing was seeing the ghost face costume and be like oh i want that you know no i really just did whatever i was super into that year whatever superhero or super scary thing it was that year i dressed up as yeah i think the scariest thing i ever dressed up as my mom did this for me she made me into a mummy but she like knew how to paint and make the the wrapping look really good and grotesque and like oh yeah so it wasn't just like wrapped up in in cloth no it was like you know a stained cloth with some aging on it and then take a little bit of blood and stuff and like put it around you know she she had a lot of fun with that my gosh yeah no i think one time when i tried to do when we wrapped each other trying to do the mummy thing we just did it white toilet paper you know (laughs) (laughs) right as the sun now, on the cover of it, you probably see three masks, correct? Of Halloween 3? Yeah. Okay. W- which one would you like to pick from it? 
You're talking about the little kids? Yeah, the little kids. Hmm. I'm kind of liking the skull of the pumpkin. I'll say the pumpkin. I'm vibing with okay, the pumpkin. Okay, alright. Yeah. I like, I'm about to say, I would. I always pick the pumpkin. I like the pumpkin. Simple. You're going to vibe with a whole ass pumpkin on your head. That, that's, that's respect. <laughs> You're going to do that the whole night. Well, Ricky, are you excited and ready to see Halloween 3? I'm very ready, yes. Awesome, awesome. Now, I've got a bunch of fun trivia for us afterwards because I don't want to give too much away about everything that's happening with the film because they had some fun little moments. Oh, and when you're watching it, find the Halloween movie Easter egg that's in there. It's not hidden too well, but it may pass you by and you may miss it. It's really interesting to find it in there. All right, I'll keep an eye out. All right, man. All right, Ricky, just finished Halloween 3 Season of the Witch. Give us your afterthoughts. That was good. I, I, I liked I liked it. Um, I, I I don't think it was the best out of out of the Halloweens to be honest. There there were some parts that were there was one part that was very strange to me. It was the uh, the whole situation with like the men in black robot things going on. Didn't really ever get that. Oh, but like else I really enjoyed. Like how they're the henchmen or something like that. Yeah, that part seemed kind of out of place. But everything else, the way they set up how, like, the creepy town was, that was really cool. I thought the town was extremely creepy. The people in it were creepy. Like, I thought they did a really, really good job of that. Okay, so, like, a, a, a mixed a mixed feelings about it, you know? Didn't hate it, but didn't love it type thing, right? Yeah. Well, I'm glad you did. Did you ever find the Halloween Easter egg that was in there? Are you talking about when it was uh, playing on the TV? Uh, yeah. Halloween was playing both at the bar and when he was in the chair mm-hmm. tied up. It was playing as well. Lori was going through the through the hallway. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so there's two times where it was in the movie. Yeah. Well, let's start with Pretty the... Pretty po- obvious. Yeah. I, think, I thought that was kind of cool they threw that in there. But let's start with a positive note. What is it about that you just liked? List some stuff. Well, like I said, how they set up the town... The town, the town, it was very creepy the way they set it up. This very uh, rural town where it was just way out there. Everybody, all their whole goal was just to like, for some reason, please this toy maker and sell a lot of toys. And that was like the pride and joy of the town. And how this, he seemed to be also like the mayor. It was some weird setup for this town. Like everything just seemed wrong and off. And it was really it, it just got creepier and creepier and creepier and the guy was super he did a very good job of putting on a, like a very off putting character, so I think they did a very good job setting that scene up. And how do you feel about the whole thing with uh the witches or the witch part of it, you know? Not really you were probably expecting something super like supernatural, right? Right. Well, I mean, there was to a degree when you think about it. I mean, like, they had to have inflicted some sort of curse or something onto these masks, right? So there was some sort of ritual being done. Like, because that kid had, when in, in one of the test rooms, he puts the help mask on, they show him the TV broadcast that they're going to show everyone on Halloween. And, it, like, you know, bugs come out of the mask and everything, and it rots, and a snake comes out and bites his father, you know, like this whole... Like that, that that's gotta be some magic, some you know, voodoo there, something. Yeah, that was pretty bad when I saw that for the first time. I was like, oh god, yeah. they they, I thought the mask was gonna like explode or something, but no, it just flat out like melted his head or something. It was pretty nasty. I gotta admit, the mix of his hair coming into it too. They did that really well. Like his hair is a mix of all the goo too. Like mixing with his head, it was. Ugh. The snake coming ugh. out of the mouth. Yeah. 
And also, yeah, the the, the the misfire that they have in the in the hotel. Oh yeah. I, okay, I gotta say, I hate the doctor, man. The doctor is just he's he's an adulterer. Like he just goes around sleeping with other. Anyway, the, the, when he's off with the girl or what we find to be another one of those <laughs> robot things, <laughs> for some reason, which was the uh, I, I, that the fact that she just came back three times grabbing him. <laughs> I'm like, what is this man? <laughs> Like when is this gonna end? He just keeps getting grabbed over and over, jump scared. It's not even it's not even scaring me at this point. But the misfire when she gets shot in the mouth in the motel, that was pretty nasty as well. Oh yeah. That that was a rough scene as well, so there was a couple nasty nasty kills as well. Yeah. yeah I thought the strangest so, one had pleased. to be the the hospital one. I didn't quite understand how he killed him. The the android. The wait, say it one more time? The android from the very beginning. I didn't quite under I never did figure out how the android killed the guy at the very beginning. I'm like, he pulls his nose and he does something, but I don't know what he's doing. Yeah, he pushes his eyes in into his brain and then pulls out his nose and breaks his whole uh, nose. Which, I don't think that's how it works. It's the one where right. you push in. <laughs> yeah. If you push in on your head, it can go into your brain and kill you instantly. It's not pushing out. So, yeah, I, I don't know. I, it was some weird. I don't know. I guess it was just to show that his skull was crushed in some way, because mm-hmm. that's what the doctor said is that he's crushed his skull. So. Oh, okay. I guess I yeah. missed that. It was. It was. I brutal. In some of those kills, they seem to just go to crush the head, which was a very strange way. But, well, yeah. yeah, it seems to be the the running theme of it. You know, involving heads. I mean, like, look at the masks. What do you think of the masks? How like generic they were. I mean, that's good. I mean, to keep it simple. I mean. I don't know. I had no problem with that. I like the classic, you know, witch, the skull, and the and the and the pumpkin. Okay, cool. They actually um, sold those for real at a store to promote the the movie. So I thought that was kind of cool. Shamrock logo and everything. I'm really. It's like, did you not learn anything from the movie? Ah, <laughs> don't buy the mask. And speaking of Shamrock, how'd you like the 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 little tune that came with it? Little tune? Yeah, like, you know, well, you, you eight more like days the, till Halloween, the, Halloween, oh God. Yeah, like, yeah, the whole commercial, yeah, that, <laughs> it was ringing in my head over and over again, I'll tell you that much. Oh God. <laughs> it's going to be stuck in there for a minute, but, you know. Oh God, yeah, that was the one thing about this film that I was just kind of like, now this is stuck in my head, and the funny thing is, you probably don't recognize this, it's the song to London Bridge is falling down, falling down, falling down. Oh, right. And you, okay. want to, you want to know why they picked it? Mm. Public domain. Hashtag public domain, everybody. Never. Oh. Yeah. Always okay. have that public domain. Very nice. That's easy. Yeah, but now, what was uh, what were your thoughts on, like, towards the ending? Because to me, I love the way it ends. I thought it was pretty wild, yeah. I, I, I had one question. I, when the whole monolith that they were carving, and then he throws all the... He throws all those uh, coins into the into the thing and causes like a spiral, and it like shoots off this beam of energy to the the priest or the uh, whatever you want to call him, the mayor, the town, the crazy guy, and he like seems to vanish. What's the significance of that? Do you know? I think it has a lot to do. Uh, if you were picking up on some stuff, you, this is where people uh, would have to like watch it again. Transcendence. The 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 Stonehenge type thing. It it throws it in there a little right. bit about like Stonehenge things disappear. I that at the beginning, yeah. Yeah, they talk about things disappearing. 
So I, I think it's playing into that a little bit. Like even in today's time, people talk about the mystery of the Stonehenge, you know, how it was okay. built, all this stuff. Does it, can you disappear? Can you be transported to some other dimension or reality? You know, just something like that. I think that's where they were playing with it. And the, I think it's the silver shamrock badges that when they come into contact with the the frequency or whatever it is, they activate it. And that's what I think was killing all the, the android workers. Right, but then somehow ascended him or did something. Yeah. Uh, he, he didn't seem to explode or die or anything. He seemed to actually, like, disappear. So I thought that was kind of interesting. Yeah. Uh, the whole thing, the, the one thing about me with this film was the robots. I'm like, dude, if you're making all these robots look like this, you are clearly in the wrong business. Yeah, it, it, was, it was a little cheap, just like yellow blood just spraying out. Like, I don't know. The, the deaths weren't all that great with them. The only one was the girls one. I thought that was the best. Yeah, with the arm kind of twisting around. Like, that was that was kind of cool, but I don't know. The rest, I was kind of like, eh. That was kind of a drawback for me. The rest, I really enjoyed. The whole town cult thing, like that, that I found that very spooky. But that's good because uh, that's the thing with this. It was, it still has that mixed feelings towards it. Like even I still look at it and be like, "Why did they do it like this?" Like I like, I want to like Tom Atkins' character, but I can't because he's such a such a sleaze. Yeah, like uh, that, that, that was another thing. Yeah, the main character. I'm like, why? Why are we liking this guy? Yeah, yeah. Why is this the guy we're following around? But yeah, it is what it is. The How did you feel about so. the twist with her being a robot? Do you think that was just kind of like uh, overdue, or like you know, just like why? Why did this doesn't really make sense? Yeah, I did because why was she so, you know, like crazy about her father? Then you know, why was she so much like, oh my gosh, I have to go figure out what happened to my father? Was it? I mean, maybe that was just bait to get him into the situation. Maybe it was a long con to get him to go there. Probably to tie us, tie up loose ends, and then it turned out to be what it was. Yeah, I guess maybe that that's what that that was. But yeah, it did seem at first glance like it was kind of just like a toss in at the end for an extra scare. Yeah, but I guess I wasn't surprised that much as well. No, but yeah, uh, I like again the ending. I like it. I like the way it ends. Even the gas station has like a little pays homage to. John Carpenter's The Fog, because that's the same gas stations that's used in The Fog. If you ever want to watch that, that's another good one. Okay. Jamie Lee Curtis actually makes a small cameo in it. You probably didn't pick it up on it. It's like around the 55-minute mark, where there's like a voiceover. It's it's her. It's Jamie Lee Curtis. Oh, no. Definitely did not. Yeah. I had to go back and watch it a few times to really pick up on some of that stuff. Where I'm like, oh, that was there. That's kind of cool. I like it. In this movie, in the in the third. Yeah. Oh, okay. Huh. No, did not pick up on it. Yeah, and even uh, this uh, Jamie Lee Curtis, the star of the two first films, provides voiceover on the intercom informing Santa Maria residents at of the six p.m. curfew. That was another fifty-five oh, mark. That okay, one. Okay, that was her. Okay, I remember that part. I, I didn't pick up on the. I thought that was really cool too. That they had such an early curfew. It was a six p.m. curfew. And it's still, you can still see the sun going down. It's completely quiet, and they show the dead city. And I just, I just thought that was, it was extremely eerie. I thought, I thought it just added to the, yeah, spookiness of the whole town. Yeah, it was the same area that they filmed the old uh, Invasion of the Body Snatchers, the nineteen fifty six one. That's a, an old, old film I used to watch a lot. 
Yeah, I was going to say, I've heard of that one. I have not watched that, though. But yes, that's a very famous one. Yes, you can either watch that one or watch the remake one with Donald Sutherland in it. It's And Jeff Goldblum. And Veronica Cartwright. Cartwright, sorry. Really, really good film. Going back to the ending real quick, how do you... Don't you think that was kind of dumb just to sit here and just sit there screaming, turn it off, instead of just like, how about put the phone down and then rip the TV out, dude? I, I think it had to do with something with like what he experienced being tied up and seeing it. And, and it must have some sort of brainwashing effect because they the, 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 them playing it over and over on the TV clearly played some sort of brainwash aspect towards the kids before they put the mask on. So I feel like him, everyone else hearing it, him especially hearing it in the circumstance he was, affected him a lot more when he would hear it and give him some sort of like a PTSD, you know, reaction to where he'd become extremely aggravated. So I think that's why he kind of just panicked and didn't, you know, do the logical thing and just like turn the TV off <laughs> instead of watch the kids flip through the channel. Yeah. Okay, that makes. I guess that makes sense. And speaking of which, when he was being held hostage, Tom Atkins' character, when he had the mask on and threw it on that camera, it took over 40 takes for him to do that. Uh, that's not the easiest throw. I mean, I don't I don't doubt it. I'm not the best at that kind of thing. No, oh, no. But the mask, no. No, but I just thought that was kind of funny, just sitting there and being like, missed it, up, oh, roll again. Yeah, I mean, but that's one of those things where you, we can't really get mad at the guy for it, but it's like, yep, this is gonna be a, this is gonna be a pain. It's like taking a, a, turning around and throwing the basketball behind you type thing, where it's like, you know, hey, look at me. <laughs> yep, you'll eventually get it, but. Uh. No, but yeah, but overall, how would you how would you rank the film? I mean, out of ten, I'd say it was a solid maybe seven. Like it was a good movie. I really did enjoy it. It was it was just the the whole robot thing kind of threw me back. Yeah, I can agree with that. Um, that's, that's mine's a little lower. Movie. No, that that's it. But mostly the robots. Just the fact that like I kind of I just had, yeah I used it as kind of like a cheap mechanism for a uh, a coven, I guess. As like you said, <laughs> I'd have to say the same thing. I meant like I. It does seem a little strange to me. For something that's supposed to be kind of like paranormal and spiritual, but I think they were trying to meld two things together to like, you know, make some kind of neo-type horror Halloween film. Yeah, it didn't seem like that. It did seem to try to be a hybrid of some sort, because it definitely wasn't what I expected by any means. I thought it was going to be some sort of like sacrificial ritual, but no, it's ended up being more of like a TV can brainwash you kind of thing, and you know, watch make make sure you watch what your kids are getting involved in. And... True. Well, he does mention that he wants Halloween to come back to the way it was with its pagan rituals of sacrificing and everything. Even though, <laughs> a little history lesson, then <laughs> I don't think that, according to historians, it was a pagan holiday. But I don't think there was that much sacrifices involved. I think it was like a Catholic type thing where it became like All Hallows Eve, and people kind of blow that out of proportion. Maybe. I, I don't know. I, I feel like the spooks were just, yeah, always have just been spooks. They weren't actually ever, you know, crazy rituals that people were doing. Because, I mean, if you did that back then, you'd just be called a witch and then, you know, burned at the stake. It's not really something people uh, delved into just for the laughs and giggles back then. So Yeah, something like that. So I guess that's just one misconception that people get with wrong with Halloween all the time. Yeah, here we go. 
of a tradition or originated with an ancient Celtic festival of Samhain. We would go light bonfires and wear costumes to ward off ghosts. That's yeah. There you go. That's, it. That's Halloween. No, they weren't. Yeah, sacrifice or nothing. Makes no. sense. Yeah. But yeah. Well, how would you f- uh, recommend this film to other people? Watch it, especially if you are a fan of the you know Halloween series and in that era of series two, they did. It, it didn't feel like a very um, '80s film. The, the 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 sound production and the sound effects of it were very uh, you know '70s '80s. Oh yeah. It, it, they did a very good job of that. The, the sound production was really well as well because it still had that intensity of like the Halloween theme song, but it wasn't the same, you know? They played around with a lot of different themes, so the music was really good as well, actually. So, yeah, I definitely recommend it, especially if you're you know, a fan of this kind of... I think it's... I definitely would recommend it to others. It's a forgotten Halloween film, because everyone, uh, again, associates Halloween with Michael Myers, but I'd say give, give Season of the Witch a watch. It's nothing amazing, but it's got some cool moments to it. I, I like the concept of it, though. Definitely. Like, yeah, I, I love the whole, you know, isolated town thing. I keep saying that. It, it was very spooky. It was a very cool world that they built and this little story. All right, then, Ricky. Well, thank you so much for coming back to the show, man. Um, if you ever want to do some more horror stuff, I've got, like I said, a plethora of horror films that we can give you. I'd love to. All right, man. You take it easy tonight. Happy, 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 happy,